Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's everybody? My name's uh, Brandon Kluman, sports tech Brandon. On this Monday, we're going to be talking about the NFL. That was a big thing this weekend. And one other story that kind of happened, which was Serena Williams. I do want to mention this story because this was up the weekend without a doubt on Saturday. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Serena Williams and the whole meltdown or breakdown she had at the U.S. Open in the Women's Championship Final against Osaka and then from Japan and the NFL. See how these team, all these teams started out. Um, it was a pretty good week for most NFL teams. Also, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys who looked absolutely terrible. Uh, one of the worst, one of the weirdest games of the year, weirdest games for the Cal Cowboys. But we'll get into that. But first, let's talk about Serena Williams real quick. If you haven't seen this yet, you'll probably get to see it eventually because it was all over the news this this week. Serena Williams against Osaka from Japan, who is a 19 year old who's played really well this tournament. Serena Williams, after a point, um, get really upset. And she went up to the umpire, who she knows the umpire very well. They She's called some of the matches before for Serena. She was just mad, upset, just just, just really not really not happy with the call. And for some coaching violation, which is a violation, you cannot coach in the U.S. Open. Smaller tournaments, you can. But the bigger terms like U.S. Open, French Open, Australian Open, and even the Wimbledon, no coaching allowed um, from the stands, which her coach did admit that he was coaching. So we have that evidence there. Also, we um, we also have the fact that we have the fact that um, she. She goes up to the umpire, just screams at him, saying, I wasn't coaching, I wasn't coaching, I wasn't coaching, I wasn't any coaching, I wasn't cheating, all this other stuff. And they, this for, this for like a good couple minutes, it's all, it's a good long, it's about a five, ten minute video. So then they argue, she goes back, they play the next point, she misses, Osaka hits the ball, wins the point. Next thing I, next thing they, they know, Serena breaks her racket. Well, in tennis, when you break your racket like that, that's an automatic violation. That's your second violation. So she she lost the point. She gives a point to Osaka. Well, Serena thought that they had an understanding that she it was just a warning and that she wouldn't lose the point for that racket violation. Well, that didn't happen. So she loses that point. They have another little argument. It wasn't another back and forth argument there. Serena's still upset, still mad. Um, then after. That we um, then after that we have the whole um, 
then we have another game and everything. And then I forget what happens the the second time. I think she she draws at the she draws the umpire again. She calls out the main officials or the referee and everything. They talk to her. She gets another violation later on in the, in the match that gives Osaka the game. And Serena was off at this point. Osaka was playing well. Give the girl the credit. She deserved the win. But overall, it was just a weird match. And it's funny enough, I didn't see the post-match. I didn't, I wasn't, we were watching football most of the afternoon, college football and so I didn't see the post-match. But they said, I saw a story, the commentators did bring up the fact that they were just irate for Serena, feeling bad for her. But yet, you ruined this big moment for Osaka, who just won her first big major tournament, and she's the first Asian-born player to win the U.S. Open, which is a big accomplishment for her, and you just kind of took that away with no real reason, no reason why. And I just kind of thought that was terrible and sad, and after reading the story and getting here about it, I was thinking, wow. And... I mean, a lot of people are defending Serena. A lot of people are defending what she did. I mean, you can't really defend it. She was upset. She was off her game. You can't defend that. But at the same time, a lot of people are not giving Osaka the credit that she deserves, which I think she deserves a lot more. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's been a weird, you know, weird week and weird time for that. So overall, that was just a weird story from the weekend. I did want to mention it. I did want to mention it because it did come up, so it was something that was kind of just blew up the sports universe. Um, I think Serena can bounce back from this, but she sounded angry in the post-match interview. She was not very happy. I don't know. It's just... It's a mix of things, and I don't think... I don't think anybody's going to blame her, but she does deserve a little blame because she went on a temper tantrum without really any reason. You know, that's not your fault. That's not her fault. That's not anybody's fault. She's just kind of mad for no real reason at all. We'll see what the rest of the week brings. Then let's transition to the NFL, which was a good NFL weekend. I watched Dallas Cowboys game. I watched a couple. I get to see a couple other games. Um, we had a tie between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns first tie in the first game of a season in a long time. First tie in a while. First tie in like three years. I think it's been like three years to be a tie. Doesn't hurt helps Cleveland. Doesn't really hurt Cleveland. Doesn't hurt Cleveland and doesn't really help Pittsburgh because that's because a loss. Pittsburgh didn't play well. Pittsburgh was not going, not doing their best, but overall Cleveland give Cleveland credit. They stayed in the game. Cleveland could have won the game a couple twice. Uh, twice, but they didn't do anything to win. You know, they couldn't do anything to win. Um, I, I'm honest. I was honestly surprised when I saw the score of that game. I was like, oh, wow. I, I was really shocked, and I really was not expecting that. But I, yeah, it happened. The other big game of the weekend, one that most people were looking forward to, was Jacksonville and the the New York Giants. Giants didn't look that great. Jacksonville's defense is amazing. Their secondary, top-notch, one of the best in the league, containing Odell Beckham, making turnovers. Eli Manning is not a good quarterback. If you if you really think about it, Eli Manning, he's not a great quarterback, not really somebody that can win you games. He's you know He threw to Odell Beckham a bunch. He really wasn't on his game most of the afternoon. Um, 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Giants. They play Dallas this coming weekend on Sunday Night Football. We'll, so we'll see how that goes. Then the other huge like game from the weekend. These are the three big games from the weekend I thought of. Last night's Sunday Night game against the Bears and the Green Bay Packers. You had Khalil Mack, who started with the Bears on defense, won the top. De- they're going to be a top defense in the league themselves. And you had Aaron Rodgers, like Stephen A. says, the bad man, that bad man Aaron Rodgers, which it was an amazing game. It was it was something you didn't expect from that team. It was something that you didn't think was going to happen. But it ended up happening in a way that you were like, oh. So it's interesting because Chicago was up 10 nothing first quarter. They were doing pretty well. Green Bay couldn't get on a roll. Then after this uh, hit from Khalil Mack, two Aaron Rodgers looked like he twisted it, like he broke, he tore his uh, ACL, MCL, one of the tenants in his leg. The way he twisted it wasn't pretty. You see the video, it wasn't pretty. He goes out off on the cart to the back of the locker room. He comes. Then, uh, what's we call it? The Bears went up 17 nothing before halftime. This happened before halftime, so so they're up 17 nothing before before we hit to halftime. Aaron Rodgers still back in the locker room. Backup quarterback has to come in to relieve him. And for some weird reason, <laughs> you see Aaron Rodgers just come out of the locker room, running. Crowds going nuts. Aaron Rodgers comes back to play. And makes a comeback for the ages. They come back to win the game 24-23. At one point, a defensive player for Chicago has a clear interception in his hands. The game would have been over. I mean, you give Aaron Rodgers a second chance, he's going to beat you every time. I That was just a beautiful game, and it was a fun game to watch. And just here, and you just you just knew you didn't think you were gonna have a. This has been a great first weekend for the NFL, one of the strongest first weekends you had in a while. Um, but those are the three big games I would take away from this. The other thing we're gonna talk about, let's get into it. The Dallas Cowboys, they were playing the Carolina Panthers. They were they were so lackluster in the first half. They only had 61 yards in offense. Uh, Ezekiel had eight yard, eight carries for almost 30, 40 yards. Not much at all. No receiving to think of. Only thing that really was helping him was Beasley, the kicker for Dallas, who came from the Canadian League. He didn't miss his only field goal try of the game. It was so terrible. And I have to say, if Dallas could have, if Dallas, if you thought Dallas was going to just plug in, plug in people and just they could do well. No, absolutely not. And if you're thinking that, oh, this is going to have a quarterback and running back that can do everything, uh, no. Te- I think teams are figuring out that Dallas doesn't have anything on their offensive side of the ball, only the running back and the defensive player, or the running back and the quarterback. And Dak Prescott was off all afternoon. He wasn't accurate at all. He missed some wide open throws. He missed a lot of things you didn't expect. They scored right at the end. They 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 made it eight to sixteen. Um, honestly, that eight points was kind of lucky because I have to say that they didn't do a thing. I was so really shocked that 
Carolina was even doing anything for that perf. Like Carolina was really dominating the game, but at the end you're just kind of like they're gonna give they're gonna give Dallas this game. They're gonna give Dallas this game. We're going to overtime. Lucky enough, at the end they got the interception to ice the game at the end, so it wasn't as bad as you think. But it was just sloppy, and it was just a really terrible game to watch. If I had to, if I had to think this was going to be that bad, I wouldn't. I would have watched it if myself, honestly. I would have probably just. I it, I watched it because I'm a fake Cowboys fan. I'm not like one of the super fans. I'm just like one of the fans who understand the Cowboys are bad. But at the same time, I can watch them, and maybe, and it was just kind of just. It's just so, honestly, battling, and you and at the end you see Jerry Jones and his son Stephen Jones look puzzled because they're like. We thought this was gonna. They thought this was gonna work. Dez Rand tweeted after game. Dez Rand tweeted a game during the game about uh, Dallas, you know, missed me and stuff. I didn't read the whole tweet, but he tweeted, and it was just kind of like you see now. Dallas had absolutely nothing. I, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of like, eventually. Nobody's on the hot seat because Garrett's going to do whatever Jerry Jones does. Jerry Jones runs the team. Jerry Jones does a lot of that stuff anyway. So we're not. there's not really any worry for Garrett's job. But you, the one thing you did all season, one thing you did, you changed all your coordinators except for Linehan, Marinelli, and Garrett. Everybody else is new. Also, you didn't play Dak Prescott but one game of the preseason, which is the first game of the year. The first game of the preseason, which he didn't play. He played one series, and that was it. Didn't play anytime else. Didn't really get the poor receivers. None of your starters played. So it's kind of like, what do you think was going to happen? Do you think it was going to plug right in? No, absolutely not. I, and they're trying, you know, Dallas is trying to get Earl Thomas, but Seattle says no, because we're not going to give, we don't want your second round pick. We want more than that. Dallas has nothing to give Seattle for the trade anyway. And Earl Thomas has to, you know, Earl Thomas is going to finish the contract out. And once he's a free agent, if Dallas tries to pick him up, he's going to pay more money anyway to come play for Dallas. So Dallas was being cheap this offseason. Wayne retired on his own terms, but he didn't do much last year. Dez Bryant just got cut, got, you know, released, but no real reason behind that. And then you cut the best kicker in the NFL who could make pretty much anything. You just cut him out of the blue. I'm like, yeah, and I understand if you didn't want to pay him, but still. You had the best kicker. That things like that just kind of like, what are they doing? And I, I'll say this right now: I didn't really make a prediction for this season because I forgot. I haven't had time to do my predictions. But I'll say this right now: if I'm a Dallas, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, if if I'm a Dallas fan, they're gonna either be eight and eight, seven or nine, and may I, may I, can I dare to say it, six and ten? I do not think they're gonna win more than six, maybe six games. They're that bad on offense. They think that defense can hold them up. That defense isn't that great. But people do some weird things against Dallas, which nobody else does. And it's just kind of like, okay. But honestly, it, it was a decent game. It was, a, it was an interesting game to watch. It was just like you were just you were just watching and thinking, what is going on with the Dallas Cowboys? Not even knowing, not knowing if you haven't watched the preseason or know anything about what happened. You're like, okay. And Randy, Randy, like they're about to lose Randy Gregory again because he's back in trouble with the NFL after allegedly relapsing. 
which he denies, but the NFL has probably proof about that. So he might be suspended again, which the Cowboys also deny. Well, you can't deny that if the NFL proof. Um, but overall, I it was, it was a great NFL. It was a great NFL weekend. The Dallas Cowboys game was disappointing. The Cowboys have to find something. I don't know what you're gonna do because they have no backup players. Absolutely none on offense. You could tell their offense is basically pretty much shelf. You have seven wide receivers. Seven wide receivers and one in Beasley who knows what he's doing. The other six out out, out two, Beasley and Williams. Out there the other five are guys they picked up off random. So it doesn't really make sense. But we'll see. I, I I'm I'm optimistic. I'm so optimistic that something's gonna go better. But honestly, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to the NFL season. Football is back, as they say. It's been a, it was a good first week. We'll see how it goes from there. Even like the Saints going with a shootout with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 40-48, things like that. Games didn't really expect to be interesting were very interesting, and a lot of injuries for Carolina. Carolina lost a lot of players in that game. More injuries than you expect. Um, but Overall, fun weekend nonetheless. If you um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, be Matt B L McClendon twenty four on Twitter, you can hit me up there. Where I'll put, talk about you can I'll post this and you can talk about what I think about these things. Also, I'm gonna be doing things every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the NFL season. I'm gonna get back to that. Been working a little bit more, so I didn't have a chance to do my recordings as much. Work in the morning. I'm probably working in the afternoon a lot more now. Um, but talking about NFL stuff, covering all the top NFL things as much as I can. But this first week is great. But I'll say this right now: if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, don't hope, don't hope for the best. I mean, you have nothing to hope for. I I predict by the end of this year. I and I told I told my I told my dad this. I predict by the end of this year that Linehan is gone and Marinelli is gone. I don't think Garrett would get fired, but if they he's been there eight years. If they go eight and eight again, yes, I can see all three of them get fired. But if they go eight and if they if they win make the playoffs and lose the playoffs or something, I can see Lynn Hand and Maryland getting fired because it's the offensive coordinator. It's the coaching. We don't know who the coaches are for Dallas because they have so many coaches. It's just so annoying. Um, but like I said, I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. Like I said, I'll be back on Wednesday to talk about Monday Night Football from these past two days and some other news around the world of sports, baseball and all. Really haven't been talking about the Rangers because they haven't been that good, so there's not much to really talk about there. But the MLB playoffs is about to start. We are getting second week college football just happened, so we have a lot more to talk about. Like I said, I do thank you for listening. Hope you joined. Hope you did enjoy. And hope to see you, hear from you next time. See ya. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.